Hi, friends, fellow evolvers and curious people everywhere. Welcome to our Australian summer series of Being with Sally Wilson. This summer includes several short, scintillating conversations with the extraordinary Judith Richards, creator of the Richards Trauma Process, among other wonderful guests. Here's one coming right up. Thank you for joining us. Hi everyone, I'm Sally Wilson. I'm a trauma buster and performance empowerer for high achievers. And I have with me the extraordinary Judith Richards, creator and founder of the Richards Trauma Process. Welcome once again, Judith. It's always lovely, Sal. <laughs> it always is. It always is. <laughs> oh, and we have something um, really important to talk about today. And it's what adults experience adults who've been the victims of childhood sexual abuse um so can you can you lead us through some of the things that people who've experienced childhood sexual abuse um tend to live with as adults jude it's a big it's a biggie sal mm. um and generally the abuse is done by somebody known to us i mean that that's the norm a family member or um, an authority figure, a teacher, um, someone in the church who has authority. Yep. Um, and it's such an abuse of that trust in an innocent um, and the grooming that goes on, gift-giving. Um, I was talking to a woman the other day and this, as a child, this man, gave her a horse mm. oh, that's how it started mm. and other gifts and that you're so special you're mm. so special and I love you so much and we have such a special bond and it's just gradually bit by bit yeah this terrible grooming and that and the adult knows exactly what they're doing they know exactly what they're doing yeah and it's a pattern that they all, it's like they all go to pedophile school because it's a pattern that they all do. And they, and it's very rare for them to just get one child. They'll, yeah. they'll have many victims. And what does that child grow up with? The biggest one, the biggest one is shame. And this is why it's, it takes an average of about 30 years for someone to come forward about childhood sex abuse because of the shame because somehow we think it was our fault. And some people are told, some children are told, it's your fault. You're just so beautiful and you lead me on. And there are other people who as children um, are threatened <laughs> if, they, if they tell anyone um, or, you know. I'll the kill your horse. Are, yep, yep. And so your father will probably want to kill me and he'll go to jail forever. Yeah. And it will be all your fault. Yeah. And and if a child does attempt to, to tell somebody, mm. it's so important that we listen, that we believe this little person. Um, you know, in my in my own experience, it was what did you do to that good man of God mm. to make him do that, to behave in that manner? Mm. You know, what did you do to him? And then, uh, you know, another abuser later in life, what did you do to him? Mm. 
such a nice man to make him do that. Yep. And my experience, um, and I was very fortunate because I escaped by the skin of my teeth, but when I raised a red flag as a teenager, and um, in this case, the abuser was the school doctor. Oh, I raised what a, a position flag. of power. Absolutely. And when I raised the red flag, um, the response, not by my family, but the response by the other people at the school um, was, oh, you know what teenage girls are like. So oh, if, yeah. if <laughs> as Judith says, if someone comes and has the courage to yes. raise a flag, we must listen. We must listen. We must listen. And when that person, when someone exhibits an addiction to substance or behaviour, so, you know, drugs, alcohol, um, behaviour, gambling, sex addiction, porn, mm. the thing to do is, is not to, you know, be punitive, but... What happened to you? Yeah. What happened to you? I know there's a lovely man, Matt Nettleton. People can Google Matt. Um, I, Matt. Matt's a graduate of TRTP and he failed rehab 17 times. He was on the streets as an ice addict at 13. No one ever asked him what happened. There was no mention. Mm. It was all just the physiology and, and no... It, 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 <laughs> Trauma, the, the, the stats on addiction and childhood trauma, they, mm. they just go together like yeah. that. So what happened? And what people grow up with from sexual abuse in particular is that shame, the self-blame, it was my fault, and the guilt. And in our little person's psyche, it's like we are so generous that we take on that that belongs to the predator yeah it's they're the ones to blame yeah they're the ones who should be ashamed they're the ones who should be guilty who mm. are guilty they may not feel guilty and so this shame and self-blame and guilt is what stands between us and disclosure yeah and as you said, Jude, it often turns around into a kind of self-abuse, abuse of self. Um, Thanks, Sal. Yeah. There is always rage when there, there's always anger when there is injustice, and that is the greatest injustice to take childhood from a child. Um, and that anger, we aren't able as a tiny person to do anything with it. We can't send it where it needs to go to the perpetrator mm. and often a child doesn't disclose mm. and so what happens that anger has to go somewhere it's energy in motion it's emotion it can't it's it's energy it can't just disappear it can change form so what does it do instead of going outwards to where it should go it comes back and it manifests within us as anxiety depression ptsd chronic fatigue fibromyalgia I'm not saying that people everyone with those conditions has had childhood sexual abuse but I'm just saying these are some of the things or or more extreme physical illness more serious physical yep. illness and of course addiction yeah and on the less severe kind of manifestation of the symptoms it can be just the sense that 
everything is my fault. Everything's oh. my fault. Yeah. Everything and, and goes you, wrong. You get, you get kids self-harming. I'm not saying that all kids that self-harm have been mm. through sexual abuse, mm. but it becomes this self-abuse. Um, overeating, um, obesity, you know, there's, there's often two reasons for obesity, and that is to become as unattractive as possible or to throw our weight around. I mean, think Clive Palmer, just saying. Um, but it, it will manifest yep. as something destructive. Mm. So, and, and if you have been through childhood sex abuse and you're living with that shame and the guilt and the self-blame and, and, you know, we have pleasure zones, God-given. We're supposed to have pleasure when we're doing anything sexual. And so the little child thinks they're a terrible, terrible person if they have any pleasure. Mm. Um, not that everyone does, obviously, you know, mm. but mm. Um, that's another thing. But, yeah. but if, you, if you've been through childhood sexual abuse, you can be liberated from it absolutely and completely. And it's available. And you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to relive it. You don't have to re-experience it. That is not necessary. In fact, that's counterproductive. Um, yes. it, it can be resolved without revisiting the, the, just the dreadfulness. Um, yes. And it can be resolved really quite quickly, <laughs> contrary with, to what a lot of, yeah. Without more trauma. Yeah. Without being re-traumatized. Yeah, so TRTP does that, which is trauma process. Yep. So if you're in pain, find a TRTP practitioner and they will take you by the hand to the other side of your pain, to the other side of your shame and guilt and self-blame and you'll be free. Yeah. Thank you, Jude. Thanks, Sal. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, we'll everyone. To tuning in next time. And thank you for tuning in to our Australian summer series of Being with Sally Wilson. We'd love it if you were to share this episode or write a review. You can also connect with us on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at I am Sally Wilson. Thank you for being a part of this great community. And we'll look forward to tuning in with you over the waves next time.